Our guy Andy Hart of WEEI.com. He's joining us on the Harbor One Hotline presented by McFarland Energy. If you need dependable home oil delivery or HVAC work in Greater Boston, the North Shore, or the Cape, please visit McFarlandEnergy.com. Our buddy Andy Hart is with us. Hello, Hart. How are you? Hello, fellas. Happy holidays. Same to you. I got to uh, listen a little bit of uh, you and Keith last night. I had to run out and uh, uh, had to run an errand and was listening to you guys kind of talking about the draft and all that kind of mm. stuff. Already? But, draft breakdown uh, already? Well, listen. I mean, those, is that where we're at there, those, Andy? Those who actually yeah. pay attention to college football can, you know, start to go down that road. So is everyone going to cram? Everyone's going to cram now, right? So the, the first bowl, like they haven't had the last game of the regular season, which is this Saturday. Like so, everyone's going to cram for the test now, and watch college football bowl games. I, I would say it's not cramming if you start now. Now That's we can true. do the the problem premature. Is, yes, studying. it is pre and yeah. and it's going to give us to, uh, you know paralysis by analysis oh, yeah. kind of thing and think about things seven times and go this and that and up and down. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, that's where you are. Are you really going to focus on the five games that remain or what the losing of the five games remaining means for this team moving forward? Well, I don't know if you got to hear any of our uh, prior segment of uh, Mike Tomlin audio and uh, the way he was uh, pumping up or pumping the tires of the Patriots. And, you know, I did at least raise the question to Christian of they have had players in Pittsburgh be like, yeah, we didn't take Arizona seriously. So was Mike Tomlin saying that for us or for his team? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, he's called that a JV football game last week, which the Steelers could help the Patriots in, what, five days here, twice. They lose to the Cardinals, Patriots bump up to two, and now you rebound from that because your coach is pissed off and you guys are still pursuing a wild card or a playoff spot at 7-5. and five. You beat the Patriots, and the Patriots say thank you on both ends of that uh, draft pick helping sandwich. But um, I-, I missed the Tomlin audio. Did he reference Bryce Beringer as a weapon? Because that's the true Bill <laughs> Belichick tell. That's the true tell when you think little of it. No, no, it's actually worse, Andy. It's a- it's actually worse. He called uh, one. He didn't know who. He just called it the tight end from Miami. Uh, and then he said that the tight end group, the Hunter Henry and the guy from Miami, are a dynamic tight end pairing hmm. call them dynamic what's that now Dy- dynamic? yeah dynamic one guy D- doesn't doesn't even play anymore and if he does he's useless and he mentioned juju smith schuster i think in part andy because he played there and then no yeah. other wide receivers correct i mean dynamic for this tight end group yeah i don't think he knows what, would, what that word means no but that's he's gaslighting he the went players to william and mary he's a I smart know, I'm just football kidding. player he's lying like all football coaches do <laughs> and he tells us that the other team is good when they are not i mean i was looking at some of the numbers on FanDuel. they the their odds are better for the steelers to score a touchdown than hunter henry and for the pa- defense the steelers defense to score a touchdown than hunter henry and for the patriots defense to score a touchdown you get better odds than for Mike Kosicki oh. so they're not dynamic I actually, they don't I actually, score I actually like that bet because I do believe this is the week with with Mitchell Trubisky playing quarterback that he will give you at least I'll go two to three opportunities not only to get a pick but to run it back for a touchdown like he yeah. to me is like the version of Mac but he's with the Steelers. Like I'm just gonna force it in there. I'm gonna get a touchdown. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep this spot. Something to that effect. Well, he forces the issue. I don't disagree with you, and it's a possibility. I would parlay them. I would Ooh. do both quarterbacks to throw pick sixes and see what kind of numbers. Oh you can no, get out Zappy's of that. not throwing one. What? No, the he Steelers have it. twelve interceptions. They yeah, have he, ten. 
different guys that have picked the passes off. And Zappy, every time he plays, gives the other team a chance to catch the ball. The Steelers usually catch it. So I'd like to parlay that, please. Uh, uh, let's get I, it. Let's put it on the board. Well, I think with Christian, it's more of the will they allow Zappy enough throws beyond the line of scrimmage to throw True. a pick? I think that's it. Shovel, shovel passes. Does those count? Those count, he, right? And well, he could throw a pick on one of those. I don't rule that out totally. <laughs> T.J. Watt sniffing uh, one of those out know, and right? catching it and going the distance. Um, well, he likes to take some shots. You saw in the second half of that game, yeah. he does. He's not afraid to throw it up to Parker or to take the shot to Tyquan Thornton. So I actually think their game plan might be run, 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 shot? take a shot. Yeah, run, 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 take a shot. Ezekiel Elliott's going to get his touches because Stevenson's out. Uh, I'm wondering if you get the promotion for Kevin Harris, the uh, big thighed backup running back that I kind of like and wouldn't mind seeing, and uh, and run that kind of a game plan because. They they got to score some points, you know. The and whatever cliche you want to use, you know, n- nothing to lose. Take a couple chances. Now those chances could end up with Minka Fitzpatrick or, or Patrick Peterson or whatever. Like they could be going the other way. But you got to you got to try to score points. You can't score, so you got to be a little bit more aggressive. I think. Uh, Andy, I know that uh, the quarterback was different, but it was still a lot of the same functionality issues. A bunch of sacks, mm. guys dropping footballs, all that kind of stuff. Um, is it, it does everyone need to just be sent in a ship and sent away? Or are we at the point now to where it's, how do you build it? As you and Keith were kind of talking about a little bit last night, how do you retool? How do you use this pick? And you brought up something, the, well, who's going to be making the, the choices. Yep, That's a pretty big part of all of this. Although, how much does the strategy really change depending on whether it's Bill Belichick making the decision or if, say, Gerard Mayo is the head coach and has a little more input out of his brain to the direction they're going to go? Well, I mean, there's only so many ways to do it, right? They're going to have a simple discussion atop the draft, which is probably going to be second best quarterback, best receiver. Philosophically, which do you want there? Or is there some depth at quarterback that you actually think you can swing back around and do the double dip? I keep going back to the the Chargers. Let's get Ladanian Tomlinson and Drew Brees. And in one fell swoop, we've kind of turned our offense around. If you believe you can get whoever you like, Knicks, Penix, Jaden Daniels, whoever your second-tier quarterback of choice may be, that's definitely one of them. But this team, the there's a lot of holes here. And that first decision, the the personnel director, president of player, personnel, GM, whatever that guy's going to be and how much power he has is going to set the tone for everything. Like the name I keep throwing out there, I think I've said it to you guys, is Adam Peters, the guy who's number two in charge in in San Francisco, who's been in New England, has some ties to the Patriot way, but also the Niners way, which seems to be the better way these days, the way they've built things out there. But if you put a person like that in place, he quickly has to get up to speed with what he thinks of this roster. And I don't think there's a lot of keepers. Rather than saying, what do you build? Like, there's, you know, what do you get rid of? What do you turn over? It's like, who do you want to keep? Who are the three or four guys, if this is a keeper league, that you're excited to keep, right? There's, you know, Ramondre Stevenson. He's going to be back. But do you want Hunter Henry back? Do you want Kendrick Bourne back? Free agents? Do you, some of the guys under contract, is this new guy going to want Smith Schuster or Devontae Parker? Like, Mike Onwenu? I think a lot of people wanted to re-sign Mike Onwenu. And then they watched last Sunday, and they're like, huh, is he really a tackle? Because he just got embarrassed by Khalil Mack. Should he be back in guard? Does that change your value on him? So there's just there's a boatload of personnel decisions that are going to need to be made 
that I don't think you're going to turn the talent on this roster around overnight. Like Devin, you know, I, I was listening to him on the Greg Hill show say it's the organization around Mac more than it's Mac. That's the talent. That's finding the talent to make the decisions and then them making the decisions to bring more talent in. And let me pose one question to you guys that I brought up in that discussion with Rich last night, and we've talked about it a little bit on Six Rings. I know Curran's been on this topic. Do you bring back Mac? And initially I say, oh, hell no. He needs a change of scenery. It is over here. But if you change everything around Mac, if he has a new head coach, a new GM, a new offensive coordinator, isn't that kind of the change of scenery? Like is And, and we know Robert Kraft has been a fan of his in the past. So if everything else changes, does that pave the way for Mac to be your cheap veteran guy next year? Mm, um, interesting. Interesting. I, Put a I, pin in it. I've already brought this up. He's under five million bucks. So right, even, but he sucks too. No, but right now even, he sucks. Well, but uh, again, uh, I don't know. Would you rather you sound go? like my wife? Oh, no, that, no, no, no. These were on sale. No, well, they suck. Well, so would you? Care. Were they well, giving it away? Well, okay. Or would you rather overpay for Garner Minshew or some of these other ham and eggers that are out there? Maybe that's what you'd like to do: is walk on the car lot and say, "Sir, I'd like to pay twenty thousand more." No, I'd like to get somebody that can compete at the quarterback position and give my defense a chance to win a game, which Mac has not done. That's what I'd be looking for. Do I need to pay a little bit more? I, I'm, I've am i just learned in this life, you get what you pay for sometimes, and if you just say, oh, this is cheap, I'm going to keep it or I'm going to buy it, you get cheap crap. So, and, and if you spend a little more, sometimes you get better crap. Ooh, speaking well, of, depends be, on the budget you're working uh, with. Uh, speaking right. of possible crap, I am curious, Andy Hart, um, what your thoughts are on Bill O'Brien? Because we've had a couple of different discussions the last couple of days about, like, is Bill O'Brien's scheme antiquated? Is it used up? Is it old? Is he part of the problem? I'm curious to know your thoughts on that. Yeah, Hart, uh, Chris Scheim, and I quote, Bill O'Brien and his scheme suck, end quote. Fire you away. Who, you know who sucks? It's Chris Scheim. Thank you. Do a lot of things that I don't agree with. We had a good fight about the uh, hip drop tackle the other night after the game, but we'll stick to the script here. Talk about Bill O'Brien. I think Bill O'Brien is still a capable coach, um, and I know I'm an apologist. I'd also like everybody to go back to the way they felt in August and early September when everybody was telling me, ooh, this looks good, this looks different, the motions, the this, Mac looks like he's in charge, he can do so much at the line, he's in control. Like, I heard all of that stuff. I saw a lot of sort of Miami-San Francisco-esque stuff from Kendrick Bourne. And then the wheels fell off at some point. It just absolutely fell apart. The offensive line was terrible. Mac was terrible. I still believe Bill O'Brien is a capable, uh, competent offensive coordinator in the NFL. It's interesting. The afternoon show, Jones and Mego, their little Q at two poll was, if you had to keep one, would you keep Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, or Bill O'Brien? If you had to keep one for next year, and my answer would be Bill O'Brien. He w- He's the one I think has the most upside at this point or most left in the tank as a potential coach if if you give him the right weapons, the right quarterback, if he if he pieces it together. So do, do I think it's perfect? No. But I also think he's a smart coach. I think he will probably work if you keep him to go out and steal some more, which is what coaching is. It's just stealing. Steal some more from the more capable modern offenses across the league, tweak his system, tweak some things, and get a better offensive line, better receivers, better tight ends, better quarterback. Hmm. I think hmm. I'm I think I'm going down with the ship and and, and, and I'm still picking Bill. Bill. Still Belichick. picking Bill. Yeah, Bill Belichick, yeah, absolutely. Well the 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 caveat there is if you told me I could just get Bill to run my defense. 
Just my defense. He's not coaching the whole team, and he's not picking the groceries, as they say. I would keep Bill in a heartbeat. But, but do you I, think – hold on. Do you think Bill coaches the offense, or do you think he just gives the direction to the offense? Uh, I think he has a pretty good um, finger on the offense. I think okay, what and what aspect? Well, I think he is the one who bungled the um, bye week – Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, who's playing, managed the quarterback position. I think he has mismanaged the quarterback position at every step this season, and I think that is him. Um, okay, I agreed, mis- agreed. But as far as running the offense and calling the plays and setting up timing and making sure it all fits and you, you take advantage of every opportunity, you think that's Bill or you think that's Bill? A Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Stupid Did names. you ask me if that's Bill or Bill? <laughs> it was Bill, actually. I'm pre- yeah. I feel pretty confident it's Bill. No, I, I do think more of that is Bill O'Brien, yes. But for two years, I think Bill has been at Bill Belichick. Now you got me doing it. Bill Belichick has been a net negative on the offense. And it's not just the Joe Judge, Matt Patricia, or what he's doing this year with Bill O'Brien. Like last year, I thought they were very open, Judge and Patricia, saying this is Bill's uh, streamlined system. Bill sets in place what he wants this offense to look like. Bill, I think, was trying to make it easier for guys to come in and learn it faster. I think a lot of people have said Bill drafted a guard in the first round that was probably destined to run more zone blocking schemes and do some and and then Bill scrapped all of that last year because that's the excuses I always hear as to why Cole Strange isn't great. Well, he was drafted to do one thing. Well, that's all Bill. And to pull the plug one year into something like that where you used a first round pick on the guy. So, I think Bill has had a pretty good imprint on the offense and hell bill o'brien told us the hierarchy at quarterback right when he brought up the power structure and said it's robert Kraft, it's bill belichick and then all the rest of us are down here somewhere just kind of getting in where we fit in so yeah i would like to remove bill from anything he has to do with the offense if possible uh well we know that's not going to happen that's nope. imagination land so yep. basically he gone or or he's staying and you're just going to be unhappy uh, do you, do you really think that's legitimately? St- I I believe there is. I, I can't foresee. Well, I here's foresee. Hard. Here's the thing. I it, it, it doesn't. If Bill's ways are wrong, then everyone's got to go. Scouts, personnel, people, all that. That's what I can't understand. But you well, don't you think know people what? have their we'll own just, brains? I do, but where did they learn? Where are the majority of these people? Like, when you look at the assistant coaches that are on staff right now, some people have started to chip away at the assistants. Yep. They've all come up through the bill pipeline. Mm-hmm. What, who Who is hiring scouts? You're hiring them to look and do things a certain way. You have to have a philosophical changeover enough to where you've got to get so many of those people out of the building that's why I don't completely rule it out. It ain't looking good. I'll be the first one to tell like it ain't looking good. It doesn't look like Bill's gonna be here and maybe somebody comes in and gives some picks, but I, I lean towards Christian. It's like, well, we'll take the smartest guy out of the situation and then leave all the people that he taught to do the rest of the work now. It's kind of like, yeah. nah, wait a minute. Does that really does that really sort of compute all the way around? And that's where I'm having a hang up. I I would uh respectfully uh, differ with the idea that he's still the smartest guy in the room. And I think he was the smartest guy in the room for a really, Who really, is really now, long then? time. I don't know. And well, that's what the, made him, the thing. What made that's him, why he's still the smartest what, guy in the what room. What made him dumb? There is an aspect of, ah, oh, the game has passed there him by. Like, what, what, what makes him dumb now? 
Well, I again, I think the mismanagement of the quarterback position has been horrific, both in terms of roster moves, in terms of reps, in terms of everything they've done there to tear down, build up, rebuild, regression, all the words we've used. And I still go back to last year. Like, the, the, the idea that a good coach is a good coach, the arrogance of that uh, for Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, when we knew there was a really good chance it wasn't going to work, like some of the decisions, key decisions, top decisions he's made, or just the simple, per- I know this is more of a personnel thing, but like the valuation of the wide receiver position and his clear idea that he'd rather have two or three, nine, 10, 11 million dollar receivers than an elite go-to guy and, and sort of the way the game is played for seemingly most of the 32 other cities. I just think there's a lot of areas where it doesn't feel like he has his thumb on the value of things, the value of coaches, the value of assistant coaches, the value of playmakers. And for so long he did. I, I think he was in that Billy Bean world, right, where there were opportunities to kind of look left when everybody else was looking right. Well, now he's looking left when everybody's looking right. I think he needs to look right because it's wrong. Uh, and by the way, I would also re-examine that uh, thought on Onwenu considering Mac. Do you know how many sacks Khalil Mack has this year? I didn't know it was 15. this. 11? Yeah, 15. I oh, didn't know geez. it was that high until he looked yeah. it up. Guy's been a freaking all pro. But for he did have seven in one game, I believe. Half, Yeah, there there might have been a little pumping one up there. Big he, one there. He's got he's got five forced fumbles this year. Yeah, he's back, and I don't know why. Remember when he was so good when he got traded to the oh Bears? Oh, my God. For a span, he was by far the best player in the NFL, in my opinion. And then he kind of got quiet for a while, and now he's back at that. But my only point with that was I thought people had started to believe, ooh, Onwenu needs to be re-signed. You need at least one tackle to build around. Yep. And now it's like, is he even a tackle or was Bill right? After I just ripped Bill for a while on his misevaluations, mm. has Bill has been very hesitant to put on Wenu at tackle for the last two plus years. And I think maybe we saw why, like maybe he is a bad matchup against some of those really good edge defenders. He's going to face another one this week with TJ Watt and yep. his 14 sacks. So I'm talking about, because correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not great at guard right tackle money, but... Isn't Onwenu probably looking for $65, 75000000 million this In off-season? the 16 to 18 range based on how people are getting paid, depending yeah, on that how. Would yeah. That would worry me um, if I can't trust him to Hey, block. listen, I'm with you. Look, the number one pick can go to Olu Fashanu, the left tackle from uh, Penn State, and there you go. No, we're not doing that. We Why are not? not? Because we're picking between what? a quarterback and a wide receiver. Uh, you will put your stupid tackles uh, Why well, mean stupid tackles? We just talked about how you got all these pass rushers and they can't slow them down, so no. how terrible is it? The most important position in football is the quarterback. You hit on him and you're fine. I continue to say this. Mm. How many Super Bowls do I have to watch where everybody tells me how much the team's line sucks because Patrick Mahomes carries them to the Super Bowl or Joe Burrow carries them to the Super Bowl? If your line sucks and you're in the Super Bowl, it doesn't suck that bad. Mm. Wow. the prophet, Andy Hart. Oh, yeah. Put her on a t-shirt. Andy Hart, W-E-E-I.com. Check him out. Hart, right. thank you, buddy. Thank you, sir. See you, fellas. Good go have stuff. some eggnog. There we go. Oh, yeah. And uh, by the way, for those of you who uh, had money on the Clemson hat for Hart today, you're a winner. You're Congratulations. A winner. It was Tennessee or Clemson, one of the R's. Uh, yeah, you had to you had to go you had to go Clemson at this yeah. point. Yeah, you can't yeah. go Tennessee. They're an embarrassment. No. Uh, Hart, thank you.